and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin. A decade ago, my husband and I set out to pay off all of our debts because up until that point, we had made every mistake with money possible. And in the process of paying off all of that debt, we continued to make every money mistake possible because money, like life, is messy and life rarely fits inside of a cash envelope. So if you're ready for some grace-filled, non-judgmental money discussions, you've come to the right place. Hey everyone, I hope you're having a really good day. I got a comment on my YouTube channel and I wanted to talk about it in a video and I got the same question in an Instagram Q&A and it was basically, I have a lot of goals, a lot of things I want to do. I want to plan for retirement, my kids college, pay down debt, upgrade my house, buy a new car, save for vacations. How do I know what to do first? And so today I'm gonna offer you some tips for things that I do when it comes to deciding which debts or goals or things that I want to prioritize because we cannot do it all. And I feel like when it comes to personal finance, it's one of the areas where we just expect it to all be done all at the same time. And I think that's because our default mode is to look at what our peers are doing, what other people in their 30s are doing, and you see they're upgrading their kitchens and buying new cars and going on vacations. And I don't have all the money to do all of those things at once, but we feel like we should. We should be in this area of our life. We should be able to afford all of these things at the same time because we're constantly inundated with these messages of excess and availability and in I don't want to say entitlement but entitlement and our parents generation only really had this messaging from television and movies and magazines and we get it constantly every time we pick up our phones because again and we all know this social media is a highlight reel so you may see someone posting going to Jamaica and then coming home and driving their Telluride and then painting their kitchen green, but what you don't know is they have a crippling amount of credit card debt. Or they may make a lot more money than you, or that vacation was a gift from their parents. We don't know what's going on. We can only focus on what is in front of us right then and there, and not what we should be doing, but living in reality of what we actually have available to us, of what is in our bank account, of what is coming in, our paychecks, of what we have budgeted for. Accepting where we are brings a lot of peace, and just blocking out that noise of what we should be doing and what others are doing, I feel like is a huge component of contentment, but also when it comes to winning with your finances. That was a lot of words. I hope any of that made sense. So when it comes to setting goals, I like to break things down in long-term goal and short-term goal. A short-term goal is something that's going to happen in the next six to 12 months. And a long-term goal is something that's going to happen in the next five years or beyond. In the next five years or beyond, my oldest son will go off to college in seven years. I just hurt my own feelings. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, pull it together. My oldest son will go off to college in seven years. I'm not going to have enough money to fund all of his education should he choose to pursue a four-year 
traditional university program. I have enough money to help him pay for part of his tuition. And so that means that we have to come up with some sort of plan. So one of our long-term goals is to help our child understand financial literacy, understand planning, and help him to come up with a plan together, pay for his education. I want to retire in 30 some odd years when I'm in my 60s. Right, I don't have to come up with all the money right now that I need to retire. I'm not gonna save up $3 million in the next month. I have 30 years of continued investment to come up with a plan to retire. I have 30 years of continuing to every week put money aside, every month continue to live with intention, to live within my means. It's everyday choices that have a domino effect, everyday choices that lead to big results and big outcomes. I also look at what is my immediate need. I have a set amount that I need to have in my bank account to be comfortable and to feel safe. And I know that I shouldn't put all of my securities into dollar forms, but I am a woman with four children and if something should happen to one of them or to my husband, I need to know that I'm gonna have the money I need to take care of them, okay? So, so I have a set amount of money in my head that I need. I'm not gonna plan a big vacation or buy a car or redo my kitchen if I don't have that need taken care of first. And so really it's all about taking everything that we want to do and need to do and lining it up in the correct order that it needs to be done. I get to decide what that correct order is and you get to decide, but if I need to fix a crack in my foundation, Upgrading my kitchen isn't going to solve that problem. I need to address that immediate need first. And so that's that's really what it comes down to is what is the most important thing that needs to be done right now? What is the biggest priority? And for us, building that emergency fund has always been the biggest priority. But let's take a quick break to talk about a resource that I have for you. Are you ready for an emergency? The answer is probably no. None of us are really ready for an emergency because we don't want one to happen. God forbid something happens to us. We have to evacuate. We're in crisis mode. We end up in the hospital. We don't want to think about any of those things, so we rarely prepare for them. But it's really important to be prepared. In 2021, my family found ourselves evacuating for the second time within a six-month period, and I knew that I needed to come up with something that would have all of my documentation, all of my financial information, all of my insurance information all in one place, so I created my emergency binder printable, and you can grab it on my website, frugaldebtfreelife.com for just $4.99. I will leave a link in the show notes, but if you go to frugaldebtfreelife.com backslash shop, you will find it along with some other resources. But this printable binder contains financial worksheets, emergency contact information, family identification information, how to access assets, a home inventory, medical information, infinite information necessary to file an insurance claim, passwords, login, budgets, places for everything that you can think of if for some reason you had to hand off all of this information to your partner, to your adult child, to your 
child's guardian. Everything is right there for you, ready for you to just plug in your information and keep it in a safe place. So again, you can grab it at frugaldebtfreelife.com backslash shop, where you will find other amazing printable resources and eBooks. The next is coming up with a plan for how we're going to replace something, which kind of goes into that emergency fund situation sometimes. But for example, my husband used to drive a company car that was a part of his employment contract. When he got this job, it was part of his salary and benefits and they stopped offering that at his company. And so now he drives a car that we own but because more mileage is going on it, because it's more back and forth, it's gonna wear out sooner and we're gonna need, it's an old car, we're gonna need to come up with a plan to replacement, replace it. So that is a high priority for us. We have ugly popcorn ceilings that I have hated since the day that I moved into this house eight years ago. That is a very low priority thing on our list. I don't like looking at them, but they don't affect the integrity, structural integrity of my home. They're not affecting the health of my home. <laughs> it's, it's an aesthetic, and that is something that can be put way, way, way on the bottom of the list. One of my goals is to put in a swimming pool out there in the field, but we have a field right there. Um, that to me is a higher priority than, than the popcorn ceiling, but it's also a lower priority than paying for my kids' braces. And so it's all about looking at what those immediate needs are, what those long-term goals are, and deciding which one feels the most urgent in the moment. And everyone's priorities are going to be different, and frankly, they're none of anybody's business. You may have children, and you funding their education is not a priority for you. I have a friend who, we had this conversation, she was basically saying, I'm not responsible for their higher education. I'm responsible now for making sure that they get the highest quality of education I can give them while they're young, but once they turn 18, that's not really my responsibility anymore. And so she's choosing to prioritize other things with her finances. I don't feel that way. I disagree. And so therefore, I'm choosing education, higher education as a priority. I'm not better than her. Neither one of us is better than the other one because we're choosing to make different priorities. So no one gets to judge you or your choices or your financial choices. I mean, they can if that's how they want to spend their time, but that's not really your problem, is it? Just like we only have so many hours in a day, we only have so many dollars in our bank account, and it is up to us to make the wisest decision possible with those dollars, and it means cultivating an attitude of contentment sometimes and learning patience and managing expectations, but that is part of adulthood, and being an adult low-key kind of sucks, but it's okay. But thank you for hanging out and listening to today's episode. And I really hope that it helps you if you're in the situation where you're trying to prioritize your wants, your needs, your focuses. It can be, it can be a jumble of mess. But I would love to connect with you. So you can find me 
on Instagram and YouTube as Lydia Sin. You can also find me at frugaldebtfreelife.com backslash podcast where you will hear this and any episode that you might have missed. And if you're listening on Amazon, nope, that's not right. <laughs> if you're listening on Apple, I would love it if you would leave a review. Five-star reviews are my favorite and that is how people find us. So thank you to everyone who has left a review. I really appreciate it. And to everyone who has shared this podcast with a friend on social media, wherever. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And I hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.